Thank you for those who are coming back. Thank you to those who are new to the party. You are tuned in to another episode of Cake and Conversations. I am Sierra Narita. Let's get into the episode. I'm writing a vision and making it play. Don't think it's a game and some of it just might be hard to apply. I know it, I know it, but I don't care because I know deep in my brain. I'm destined for greatness and I would not get it if I keep on playing. So let me go get it. everybody okay so today I want to talk about dating and technology as most of you know I am single and I actually really enjoy talking about relationships like I enjoy talking about all types of relationships I enjoy talking about romantic and friendships and relationship with yourself relationship with God just relationships in general so today I want to talk about dating and technology so specifically how kind of how technology is starting to affect the dating world for people who are out here looking for or in search of or hoping to be found by their significant special person. I was just thinking like I am considered a millennial. Me being a millennial, I think about my age group and how we function in society as far as dating is concerned. And it's very interesting to me. I was thinking like about how different things are now compared to when I was like a teenager, let's say, before dating apps were a thing, before the internet was really what it is now, before DMs, Facebook, and Instagram and all those things. When I was a teenager, I don't even think MySpace was a thing at that time. It it was it was very um so we had pagers, we didn't really have cell phones, you know, we had the prequels to the cell phones, we had Nokia's which was like a really small phone. It was it wasn't even a flip, it was just <laughs> I'm dating myself. You know, um, my parents had, I thought my parents was like rolling in the dough. I now know that they were not, but because my dad had one of those bag phones that you can like zip up and like put it in your car in the middle console. It was a whole thing. Google it if you don't know what that is. (laughs) But I, I think about, um, like all of the technological advances that have happened just in my lifetime and the things that I've experienced, the things that I have seen change, you know, some of the resistance on my own part, just because, you know, I am a millennial who has been a part of and remember a time before technology is what it is. So kind of a simpler time. Um, And I was thinking, about how technology has started to affect the dating world, even the communication. I realize that for me, when it comes to a conversation, a phone conversation, if I'm going to text versus a phone call, I I prefer texting. I I hate to say it. I hate to say it because... (laughs) It's so impersonal. However, I don't really like talking on the phone. 
I will talk on the phone, but most of the time, people that know me, they always say I don't answer the phone. And believe me, I, I try to, but honestly, my phone is usually on silent. My phone is usually on silent, mostly because I, I work a traditional nine to five job during the day. And although my phone is with me all day long, I tend to keep it on silent so that I am not distracted by all of the notifications that I could get during the day. But even even that, like I I will text somebody literally all day long some pretty deep conversations. <laughs> But then a phone conversation, I am so awkward on the phone. I'd be looking for words to say. It's so funny because I, <laughs> I can be so quick with it. <laughs> but for some reason, when I have to, when I'm on the phone, for one, I'm distracted because if I'm actually talking to you, then I'm probably have my phone in my hand and you're on speakerphone and I'm doing something else like scrolling on Facebook. <laughs> That's so horrible. And anybody who has ever had a conversation with me on the phone, I'm so sorry because you probably have noticed that I am not as engaged as I need to be at some point. Uh, just, you can tell. I have t I have telltale signs. And it's funny because I don't know if everybody notices it, but I know I have telltale signs. So when I do them, I kind of chuckle to myself like, girl, you know you weren't listening. <laughs> but... Yeah, even like phones and texting and text conversations, like developing, people develop very significant connections to other people via text message. And not only text message, like I've, I've have heard many stories. I don't think I know anybody personally, but I've heard many stories about how people are in like these full fledged relationships have never and never see each other. Like they're, they're not even in the same locations. They're not even in the same States or sometimes not even in the same country, but they have developed this deep connection with this other person where they have have they are calling themselves in a relationship now that part is a little confusing to me because although I know that deep conversations and connections can happen via different outlets as far as a actual relationship like solidifying we are in a monogamous relationship with each other and like looking to pursue something greater than what is on the surface that part I don't know about like that's not that's not for me let me just say that like I can't seek for other people but for me that is not something that I desire to do because I feel like to develop an actual um, relationship outside of the connection because you can develop a connection with people you know in all kind of ways to but to develop an actual relationship I feel like you do need to interact with that person in person I was thinking about how technology has affected relationships and the development of relationships. And it's so interesting to me because I feel like people cycle through relationships so quickly nowadays. In the olden days, it would have been you meet somebody, you have phone conversations, you go out a couple times, you go through, you know, the roller coasters of relationships and then hopefully potentially continue that relationship or that relationship dissolve 
whatever it is like you go through these you go through the process of a relationship and getting to know someone and dating them and and learning about them their their mannerisms their quirks and things like that if you are someone who is open to technology in the dating world you can kind of do those same things like you can you can learn people's mannerisms and you can learn their textile based off of people's responses if you've had if you have had multiple conversations with them via text message or dm inbox all of those things if you've had multiple non-verbal communication with with someone you can learn what what they're like so so you can kind of gauge how they're feeling which is which is one way of getting to know someone but man there is a whole nother side like i've realized in today's society social skills are not on par (laughs) people are not really learning how learning proper social skills how to really interact um, with people face to face the social anxiety is like a real thing like people truly have a lot of social anxiety and a lot of that is because we don't interact with each other anymore if you think about it you can have a group of friends together and everybody is on their phone everybody's on their phone everybody's um, scrolling everybody now you may pass the phone around and laugh and joke about something that you see but technology has become a staple in all of our relationships you know not only dating but also friendships all of these things like technology has become so ingrained in the way that we live our daily lives it's it's interesting to see when you don't have access to technology how people act or react it's so very interesting i remember a while ago this is off of the dating topic but it's still relevant i was i remember a while ago i decided to do a game night i have two daughters for those that don't know i have um now they are teenagers i have a um 18 year old and a 15 year old but i decided to do a game night this was this has been a couple of years now wow and it was me and my girls. I invited a friend over and her children. And one of my rules was no technology. We were doing this and we were going to do this old school. We were going to play board games and we were going to play just just have like a family night with no technology. So I took all the phones, put them in a basket. There were there was some um, resistance from my friend's kids. But, you know, eventually everybody because I wouldn't I was not budging on this like put your phones up you don't need them ain't nobody it like it was crazy so we and everybody enjoyed it everybody had a good time now don't get me wrong these are teenagers so as soon as everything as soon as I was like all right y'all game's over you know it's the late I think it was like a, a school night or something so it wasn't a very late night but as soon as I said you know all right everybody can get their phone back when I tell you that these teenagers was like on it <laughs> And I was like, because we were playing on maybe, let's say maybe two hours. I'm like, no, y'all, nobody's texting or calling. I ain't nobody called y'all nothing. My daughter, my oldest daughter, she was like, no, I got 250. I'm like, what? (laughs) 
and she showed me and it's it's it was like 200 text messages I was like that is insane granted it was a group chat and they were kind of like going back and forth with her friends but still I'm like oh my goodness y'all are constantly glued to your phones because you very well may miss something which is insane but kind of bringing it back to dating and technology I was thinking about how how dating works now I don't know if I actually fit in to dating now like I am not a dating app type of girl I'm not someone who is very interested in the different dating apps the swipe left swipe right I've tried it um, a couple times I use try very loosely <laughs> I mean I have set up profiles and then very shortly after decided that I was not going to like it was not for me and then um, tempted to delete I think I've deleted I don't think I'll have I don't think I have anything out there on the dating site world but who knows I may if I didn't properly delete them I, and I've tried I've done that actually a couple of times like I've done the, that you know set up a profile scroll through a few times maybe a few days and then I'm like eh, I'm good I'm over it I'm gonna do this the traditional way yeah um <laughs> it's funny because I, I feel like with the dating now and technology um even if you choose not to do dating apps I read somewhere like there's like 7,500 dating apps 7,500 like that is a lot of dating um and I mean, I'm, I'm, my assumption is that m many of those have people that are crossed over in, uh, on several of them. But still, that is a lot. That's a lot. That that means that potentially the dating pool is like wide open. So for someone like me who is not really into online dating or, you know, dating apps in general, um, and I prefer my preference is really to to be found by someone who we kind of meet in the quote unquote traditional way. I'm so I'm so um, <laughs> old school or whatever, but that's my preference. I don't know how my time will actually come, and that's not really my concern. But you know, I I just either meet somebody the old-fashioned way or somebody that I potentially already know either of those ways would be work. but I just I don't see myself finding love on a dating app just because I, I just honestly don't even give it enough of a good effort <laughs> to really make it anything worth my while but it's just interesting to me because it kind of opens up a pool of people who cross, you know, boundaries of the city or the state or the country that you live in. It's like, it just, it blows my mind how many options are available to people now that technology and online dating is a thing. Like, it just absolutely blows my mind. Um, people tend to overshare. Now, I'm very... <laughs> I am not a um, conspiracy theorist or anything like that, but I am very cautious. Uh, <laughs> I'm very cautious about the things that I tend to post 
online it's very it's usually very superficial i'm very cautious about what i put out to the world for the world to see and even um my social media like my instagram page is is open like it's not private at all so anybody can come to my instagram page the stuff i post on instagram i'm like comfortable with anybody seeing it now i do have a facebook but that's not public my facebook page is actually private and most of my friends on facebook are people that i actually have interacted with in real life we either went to school together um at some level between elementary and college or we're family or we've um some kind of way connected personally face to face in another way like everybody on my facebook page that i can recall unless unless you know some people may have you know got through when facebook first became a thing and i may have linked up with some people on my friends list and they've just been there since the beginning and i don't even see them so i can't even tell you who they are but most of the people on my facebook have are either family friends ex-co-workers or you know past classmates so i i may i may post a little bit more um personal stuff but honestly not even on there like i don't really post a lot of personal things even in that one with the people who know me a little bit better than say instagram where it's completely open and public and open for anybody to see so I, I it's it's just very interesting to me how much people tend to share and overshare um so i don't know how you know when i think about dating and if i am in a relationship or trying to develop a relationship with someone i think about like i i've never in all of the situationships that i've encountered i i don't I, I mean, I may have posted a picture, but that's pretty much like, I don't really post too much. Like you, unless you draw the conclusion that me and someone that I've posted a picture of are dating, you probably won't know. Not definitely because I, I don't change my status, relationship status on social media. I don't, you know, broadcast if I am in any type of relationship any of those things i just i don't know i'm very private in that way it's also very interesting to me how much you can just do a quick internet search about someone to find information you can find way too much information on someone simply by a an internet search of them which is kind of scary a little creepy but it kind of takes away and I, does it I can't say that I was gonna say that it kind of takes away the getting to know you phase um but I don't think it really does like you can learn a couple quick quick hits like I said it's way too much information and and the more people the more information that people share about themselves online the more information will come up if you search them online but someone like me who does not <laughs> post a whole lot of um private information online really any private information online if, if you decide to search me you probably won't find very much <laughs> but some people you can literally find 
their whole life story online. If you you take the time and you dig deep, you can probably find some information, which is so crazy to me. Like I think about dating and, you know, just that development stages while you're trying to figure out all this information about people and um, those things, those questions that you may have traditionally asked. You just do a quick Google search and you find them. Like, what's your last name? I don't need to know. Like, all I need, well, I kind of do need to know. What's your last name? Really, all I need is your name, um, your potential online handle, and I just can go to town. I can go to work and come back with so much information about you. It is ridiculous. So I feel like having so much information at your fingertips, literally at your fingertips, could potentially cancel out a lot of those initial fact-finding parts of the relationship because you're kind of doing it on your own. Have I ever Googled anybody? I don't know. I don't know if I've ever did a Google search of anyone that I initially got to know or was get trying to get to know or I think I have Googled someone in the past, not initially, but, you know, after maybe a couple conversations, then did a quick search to just see what was out there. I think I may have done it once, but I'm not, I'm not, I, I choose not to at this point. Well, that might change. I don't know. But I choose not to at this point automatically start searching people because I feel like I kind of want to have those conversations. And even if I have those conversations via text message, like me asking random questions or, you know, a guy asking me random questions via text message, that's still interesting fact finding. And plus it's in a text message. So if I ever forget, I can just scroll or search in my phone and it's there, which I have done. (laughs) If I forget, you know, I know I've asked the question, but I kind of don't remember the answer answers in my phone because it was a text message and you know what thinking about how many dating sites are out there and how many people actively use dating sites I feel like it's almost like the the market is so oversaturated like the saying there's plenty more fish in the sea like literally there is a lot of fish in the sea the way too many fish in the sea because some of them fish ain't supposed to be in the sea they already got caught and should be in the tank that they're supposed to be in. But anyway, that's a new, that's another story and a metaphor that kind of got out of hand. <laughs> but a lot of people who are on these dating sites should not be because they are married or, you know, in committed relationships. So you have to kind of um, watch for those things. You have to make sure that you are doing your homework and that is any with anyone like if you are doing homework you know doing some background information or checking some fact finding which I have done I have done that I have done some fact finding um in the past when I was getting to know someone and they have said something answered a question that is a the effort, the question, the answer to the question may have been public knowledge, for instance, marriages and divorces, um, child support, um, what else is public knowledge, those type of things. 
court hearings, tickets, things like that. I know where I live in the state of Missouri. You can go to CaseNet and find out a lot of information about people, the things that are public knowledge. So again, those marriages, divorces, child support, outstanding warrants and tickets, things like that. You can typically find those things on there. You may have to do some digging if the person has a real common name, but if you have a name and a birthday, you can pretty much find it. Um, which is good because I've, I've searched for those things. Like people have told me that they were divorced in a quick search, you know, of the public records will reveal the truth. Uh, so definitely if you have that in your city or state, that is something that I would definitely look, you know, keep in my back pocket because since it is actual court documents, public records, I would, that is something I would rely on over Google. I mean, although there is a lot of information, again, way too much information on Google, I would probably start with that first. If you're do, if you're doing your own, you know, investigation as far as background is, is concerned, that's a little pro tip. <laughs> if you're choosing to be a part of the dating world now with all of the dating apps and things like that, you, in a sense, have to learn the game of dating it's it's interesting to me because although we are so technologically driven we we're so everybody's always on their phones everybody is always on social media or you know texting or you know all these different outlets everything literally at the tip of your fingertips we still as people need to have that human connection God did not make us, create us to be, um, do life alone. And so because of that, we still have the need for some type of human connection. And because of that, when you think about online dating and things like that, those you, there's a need, like I said, there's a need for a human connection. So there's also a rush that happens. So if you are someone who is doing online dating, and you are really con committed to the process, it, you get kind of like a rush of endorphins when a new person that you find attractive is reaching out to you. Sometimes when you don't find them attractive, but you know, you're, you're looking for some type of connection with the human and this person reaches out that re that releases endorphins. It's, you know, it's your body's natural happy drug and so it, it kind of can become addictive when you are dealing in online dating and those type of things that that realm because you get so caught up in you know just the, the back and forth the banter um between people that you've never met and so you tend to have a little bit more freedom and a little bit more ease at saying things that you may not necessarily say in person or becoming this person that you may not necessarily be because you have the the cloak of the person that you are online you have you have the ability to become whoever it is that you want to become and so that for me is a little scary <laughs> because people can become whomever they want to be online and so for someone like myself who has a desire to um, be in a relationship someday that that makes it that for me 
it makes it difficult because I am very skeptical when people tell me things like I trust but verify I do I try to trust I do but I also if it is possible will do my best to try to verify because people um, especially if you are behind a computer screen or behind a phone screen and there's texting and um, not really a lot of verbal or face-to-face -face communication then things first of all things can get lost in translation but you can people can also just say things just because it's easier it's easier to say things and do things via text message or via um, direct message versus if you are face to face with somebody there are um, you look you look you pay attention to more than just their words you also pay attention to their body language you pay attention to their mannerisms and things like that those cues that you can't really pick up on on the you know a dating site or app or Facebook or Instagram or inboxing or text message you can't really pick up on those things because you're, you those are things you have to like visually see so for me that's the part that that I appreciate I appreciate the actual connection I do appreciate the conversations that can happen via text message or direct message or anything like that but I also even more so appreciate being able to learn someone in the way that you cannot learn them via technology like being able to learn about someone you know to watch the way they move and, and you know the quirky things that they may do you can't really pick up on those things via technology because you know you typically are at your home or you know wherever you are and that person is wherever they are and and you're not really interacting with them in a way when you all are together so it makes it for me it makes it a little bit more difficult but um, there are some positives though I feel like this whole episode was all about like online dating sucks but that's not <laughs> that's not what I that's not what I'm trying to really that's not the message that I'm trying to get across there, because there are some positives one of the major positives with online dating is people who are very busy people who may not necessarily have the time to dedicate to the dating process and you know sorting through all of the people that are out there in the dating world online dating is great for someone like that because it gives you a space where you can connect with someone and respond at your leisure so if you're someone who maybe works 10 hour days and you know you may have a 15 minute break here and there it's online dating is something that would be great for you because you can potentially stop real quick shoot a message back to the person that may have messaged you or send a message to someone that you seem like you may be interested in that would that's a great way of connecting however i do feel i do feel like if you are developing a connection with someone online then you definitely should consider advancing that past texts and inboxes very slowly because i do want you to be cautious i do want you to be 
um, cognizant of, of the dangers that are potentially out there. And I am not saying that you can only find dangerous people online. I'm not saying that at all because you can find um, dangerous people anywhere. You know, dangerous people got to eat. They got cars and got to go to the gas station. So these people can be anywhere. So, so I'm not saying exclusively that people who do online dating automatically there is like the boogeyman. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that it is easier. Like I said previously, it's easier for people to, to, to put their best foot forward when they have time to formulate their sentences, their words, um, and their responses versus face to face when you really don't have a whole lot of time. Like I can send someone a text message and they potentially, they have an unlimited amount of time to respond to me. Now, if they choose to take an unlimited amount of time, then that may, that may mean that they are not going to necessarily get another response from me, <laughs> but they have that time. Whereas if I am face to face with someone, they don't really have that time. They don't have the time to come up with, you know, something, something they think I might want to hear or something that may make them look better. You're kind of having the conversation on the spot. So you have to, you know, everybody knows how conversations work. They're give and take in the moment. So if you are having a face-to-face conversation with someone, then it's easier to figure out who this person is and that is not to say that people don't slip through the cracks because we know that they do we know that you know it has happened many a times where where you hear oh this person wasn't like this or I never would have expected those type of things so they happen you know no matter what no matter who you're dating no matter how you're choosing to date make sure that you are taking care of yourself making sure that you make sure that you are um, paying attention to red flags and signs and things like that because we do I want you to be safe I want you to be safe however you choose to date it's just it was just interesting to me I was sitting thinking about dating and technology and how technology has shaped the current dating world and it just it's interesting to me it is very interesting to me some would say that's the reason why I'm single (laughs) because I choose not to I choose not to get involved heavily in online dating. And that's okay. That's my prerogative. And I am okay with it. Whatever will happen will happen for me. um, However, it will happen. So I feel like this was a long one. I feel like this episode was something that was very relevant. I feel like, you know, we got a lot. Hopefully I didn't ramble too much. Dating and technology is a very interesting topic for me. I honestly believe that technology has definitely opened up a world in dating that may other, I mean, not may, it would not have otherwise been possible. You know, people have found connections and found love across so many borders that would have never been there before. I'm not necessarily a believer that there is, you know, quote unquote, the one, um, and that's another topic for another day, but that being said, who's to say who your potential match could be? That person could be, you know, in another state or another country or another city. So yeah, you know, consider putting your phone down. I'm not saying don't ever be on any type of social media or anything like that, but 
understand that you do have to um, cultivate a relationship so that it can continuously grow and that takes some quality time which does not include um, scrolling on your phone anyway this was a pretty long one so hopefully you are sticking with me until the end if you did I truly truly appreciate you I truly appreciate you from sticking it out with me thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Cake and Conversations. I am Sierra Narita. I will talk to you soon.